B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. Get those nerds! 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 You're listening to Nerd Radio. That's right, another week, Nerd Radio. My name is Chuck Bean. I am your host every single week here because if I wasn't here, there wouldn't be a show. Mm, that is correct. <laughs> I am joined by the handsome Al Beck. Where? Right, right there. Oh, right on the right on the on yeah. the screen in front of me. Cool. And, and of, I'll and take it. The the nearly erotic visage of uh, Mr. James Campbell. Nearly erotic, I'd say it's purely <laughs> erotic. <laughs> One hundred percent pure. It's already there and back yes. again. Not well, nearly. Yeah, no, we don't want to get pulled off of Twitch for you know any lewdness. Well, it's not lewd. It's just erotic. Ah, okay, extremely erotic. Lacna Ruby's in chat saying extremely erotic. Yes, you are. You are listening to those three voices here for this week's Nerd Radio, which you can find on the podcast page over on wraf.com. Or Al Beck has done the work to make it super easy for yeah, you. Yeah, nerdradio 101com which just forwards you to wraf.com's <laughs> landing page. <laughs> but a shout out also to Rock 92.9 in Boston and 96K Rock in Fort Myers for also carrying the podcast on their, uh, or hosting, I think I should say, uh, the podcast on their websites as well. We're not in Oregon? No, or no, Jersey? believe it or not. No, no, new, no New Mexico. Man, no. I'm still working on that. Yeah, all right. No, maybe Chile one day. Chile, <laughs> yes. Go international. Yeah, Chile. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us Wednesday afternoons in the Checkpoint XP studios doing our doing a video version of the podcast recording it. Uh, well, you can you can watch us live. Join us in the chat. And uh, James, where can people find that? It's at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. So, guys, we got plenty to get to mm-hmm. this week. I had a very busy weekend. I spent a lot of entertainment money that I, uh, I sh- I'm going to write off as a tax thing so that I can uh, see and research. see a couple of movies. Yeah, research. Exactly, research. There's some video game news to get to. And, Al, you were a little bit late getting in the uh, studio. Do yes, wanna... my apologies to the Twitch viewers. Uh, we normally start our stream around 1130 on mm-hmm. Wednesday, but we're yeah, about 15, 20 minutes late this week. Do you um, want to let everyone know why? Well, yeah, because since I didn't end up pooping myself and it wasn't a total disaster, um, I did get a chance to talk to William Shatner. So I did a little interview with the, with Captain Kirk himself wow. today. So we were delayed by Al's nerd boner. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You had to take care of the nerd boner. You had to flex those thigh muscles. <laughs> you had to, you had to get that beat blood it, flow to get yeah. beat it back down. Yeah, yes. To move from his crotch into uh, other parts of his body. Yeah, I uh, honestly have no jokes as a rebuttal yes absolutely 100 percent. 100 percent. what happened uh, yeah it was a factual statement i was, I was aroused by a 90 year old man <laughs> was late coming up here you and the sugar babies across the country yeah so i mean we didn't um i think it's actually we're probably going to stick it at the end of this podcast oh uh, okay if you're if making you want. you're making production decisions now well, we talked about that. last week and i thought that's what you said um, also al is known for liking to stick it in the end <laughs> No, oh, that's, that was yeah. my next question. Are we yeah. going to get to hear that? This yeah, because so this actually it came up uh, last week that I was going to have the chance to do this. So I told you guys about it, right? Especially because I knew it was going to be on Wednesday when we record, so it might get in the way as it as it did. Um, but I flat out told you guys, I'm like, let's not promote it. Because if this thing is a flaming car wreck, I don't want <laughs> don't. anyone to know. Just in case you propose marriage to William Shatner. Yes. Or well, it's like, like that. I told the story when I met him last year at the convention about, like, I'm prepping my brother on, like, listen, celebrities are just normal people. I've met enough of them. Right. It's fine. And when we were next in line, all of that went out the, the door because it's 
freaking Captain Kirk from my childhood. I'm like, oh my god, look at him! He's so old and beautiful. <laughs> Turned into Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when you were Captain Kirk? That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and like we walked away. We did the photo, uh, and he had said four words to us total in that experience. He said, "Hello, gentlemen." And then afterwards, he said, thank you. And that was it. That was it. He said a lot more than four words this time. I'll, 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 well, I'll, that means it was I'll, a good I'll, interview. I'll circle yes. back to that in a second. But like, when I walked away and I looked at my brother and I was like, Kevin, I don't know if I looked at the camera or not. Like, we might get this photo. I forgot that part of the yeah. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we might get this photo back. And I may be staring longingly at the captain. I don't know. And I was so nervous to see the photo it ended up being a great picture which you know i'll have to post again on social media since oh. i did talk to the guy um but really uh he uh he's promoting an album uh he's doing a, a blues album and it's another okay. one thing where it's a spoken word yeah. over the music and we so we talk about that and we also had a chance to talk about unexplained the show that he does for history channel which i think is great it's yeah kind of the same ilk of a uh, unsolved mysteries it's 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 a mixture of mythology like uh they talk about the chupacabra or chupacabra or whatever you call it and the <laughs> the origin of that you've seen the show so you're better right to let us know how but it's supposed to be pronounced there's also tangible fact that's like it shouldn't work but it does and they kind of get into that's what the show is okay so we got a chance to cover both of those my goal i only had a few minutes to talk to him my sure. goal was not to just sit and talk star trek because was 50 years ago and also i'm not smart enough to come up with a question he hasn't who was the hottest intergalactic babe you made whoopee with <laughs> who is the highest set? play in the universe right so but uh, no it went well he was an easy interview because i just said so you're doing an album and then he talked for five minutes and half wow. the interview was gone <laughs> but, uh, it was good he, he even at one point said that it was interesting that i said some things so oh, oh time, look forward to or maybe it's because he remembered you from when you met him, and you were so speechless. He's like, you it's made, nice to actually hear your voice, young man. Yeah, he was, <laughs> you made yeah. an impression. He remembers the fat ass with the red yes. shirt. Instead, <laughs> I'm sure. Instead of me doing all the talking, saying four words, yeah. I'm glad you got four words in this time. Yeah, so that is uh, going to be at the end of this podcast, I guess. That's awesome. Stick it in the end. So William Shatner coming up later on in this episode of Nerd Radio, and I think, hope I'm not speaking out of term, we can always... Uh, delete this if necessary but i did talk to dave before the interview i think it may actually be up at dave and chuck the freak.com excellent as well awesome so. nice All i'll right. know that for sure before this gets posted on friday yeah exactly so you'll have to you'll be texting me on thursday night yes like, uh, delete that part because yeah. it's not there but no i think dave you got rid he, of that right yeah he said something about maybe putting it up on the website <laughs> All right, well, cool. It sounds like you've already had a fantastic morning i had a pretty busy weekend as i said before i spent oh my goodness I think I spent like $100 on entertainment this weekend. I, I, and I feel really Is Chuck getting paid it. to do this podcast I, now? No, I am not. $100. Not. Thankfully, I've taken on a third job outside of doing oh this goodness. podcast. He's got his only fan set up, everybody. That's right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You can, you can Watch find him a, play Guitar Hero New. Yeah. <laughs> Any photos of William Shatner on yeah. that OnlyFans, I'll, I'll subscribe. Yeah, no, unfortunately not. Unfortunately. <laughs> what if I put a photo of William Shatner over my junk? Does there you count? go. <laughs> Censored by Shatner. Shatner yeah, exactly. Censored I'll take a half-price deal for that. All right. Excellent. Excellent. No, um, so uh, Saturday, first of all, Saturday was uh, Record Store Day, the first Record Store Day of three Record Store Days. Oh, I didn't realize. It was, and uh, thankfully a local record store was open. So I went there and bought a couple of vinyls and, and spent a little bit more money than I expected. But the money I did expect to spend this weekend was all in the theaters, or technically would have been in the theaters if theaters were open. Uh, I got to go and see the new Mutants movie that I've been waiting for years, like four years to see uh, at the drive-in uh, over the weekend. I believe it was on Sunday night. 
And uh, the movie lived up to my expectations. I'm happy to uh, report. However, the driving experience was awful. Oof. Oh, okay. I, I, this is probably the last time in my lifetime I will go to a drive-in for anything. Because, uh, first of all, it was 30 goddamn dollars to go to the drive-in. How many people in the car with you? Only two. Mm. So Only two, just, just, just me and Amy. I, I thought of inviting a couple of extra people just to try and make up for it. I was going to charge them. I was going to be like, hey, I would have charged them. Five bucks each. Let's go. What is a cover? Right. Five bucks to clam bake and Chuck's farts while I watch the X Men New Mutants movie. Can't Flat wait. In a fancy fusion. Yes. A fa- so- yeah, fancy <laughs> Ford fusion with a nice ding from the parking Sometimes lot. Sometimes it makes me feel like I'm ripping you off, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would have had a cover charge. Yeah. Just, just putting that out there. But uh, it was. Um, Unfortunately, the first part of it was uh, I got there a little bit late, um, and I was in more in the back. So somebody with like a minivan had their tailgate up the entire movie. Oh, the bottom, bottom third of the screen was just missing. Uh, the projection wasn't as good as we we had the Metallica drive-in experience on Saturday. I okay, I didn't go to that because I was here on the air. Uh, but Meltdown was telling me they had an LED screen out of Canterbury Village, and it was clear and it looked good. They didn't have that at the drive-in I had, mm. so. Uh, a lot of it was, and it's a very dark movie, so a lot of it was watching this blob move against this blob. So you actually, you, you can't really say whether it was a good movie or not, because I feel like you technically didn't really get to see the movie. T- it turns I out liked... it was all marionettes. Yeah. 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 He just has no show. idea. It's just a puppet show. I liked what Channel I saw. Puppets. I liked, uh, I, I liked <laughs> everything I've seen in the trailers. All the casting is perfect. The characters look exactly like I would want them to look. They sound and feel like I would want them to be good. coming out of the, the thing. Um, I know that... Uh, I woke up Saturday morning to the uh, to most of Twitter completely uh, like disavowing the movie. I, saying, I heard a lot of bad stuff about the movie. Yeah, including one of the the writers of the New Mutants was okay. upset about some of the things. Yeah, so let's get into it because uh, the original artist, I think it's the original artist, Bob McLeod, um, had had tweeted out uh, between Friday night and Saturday morning that he, he thought it was unfortunate that some of the characters had been changed, which is things that we'd heard going into the movie, like uh, the one character, Sunspot is uh, a more of a dark-skinned Brazilian person, and they cast a light-skinned actual Brazilian person in that role. So people were already kind of like, why didn't she get a dark-skinned person? Uh, the lead character, Danny Moonstar, is uh, American Indian, and, and she's more of a light-skinned American Indian. Mm. So there was like three characters that were more lighter-skinned than some people on the Internet would actually appreciate. And Bobby Glean said that he, he didn't appreciate some of the, the visual changes to some of his favorite characters that he had you know helped create with chris claremont and then he also got very upset because when they list him in the credits they got his name wrong oh his last name is spelled m-c-l-e-o-d and they spelled it m-a-c-l-e-o-d how did they mess that up i i really what poor intern is being fired from whatever production company (laughs) put that out you had four years to get the name right uh, but he did say, uh, I believe on Sunday or Monday, that he was overwhelmed by all the news coverage that people that his tweet had got out, and that um, for the record, he didn't say it was a bad film, and that he hadn't even seen it, just that he, <laughs> just that what he'd seen of the movie that had come out. Typical <laughs> internet troll. Look at that, a creator of the comic series, yeah. and he's trolling yeah. the movie like a regular troll would. He you don't said, even see the movie, and you're, you're expressing all these hateful, uh, negative opinions. I love it, though. That should be, I was going to say it should be a segment of the show, but it really is the entire show. Lots of opinions about things we don't know about. But you're yeah. right. Right. But he said that he was just expressing his disappointment about characters that didn't have signature attributes 
And uh, he thought that uh, the character of Magic, the, the blonde Russian that teleports everywhere, uh, actually looks spot on, which I agree with. When you see her in the trailers, you're like, that is 100%. That's Magic. Absolutely. Once again, I liked what I saw. I can't wait to see it much more clearly Yeah. on my home television. Actually, I actually had to go to the internet to see the, the dragon uh, Lockheed that uh, actually in the comics is Kitty Pride's dragon uh, that is with Magic in this movie because they did a little CGI dragon for the end fight. And I... I knew he was there because I saw the blue fire that he was you blowing. saw the blue the blur? Yeah, but I, I could not see him on the thing, so I saw it on Twitter. I was like, now that looks really cool. Uh. Well, what's going to be funny is when Chuck goes home and he uh, go, actually goes to the bank and he would you know applies for a loan so he can afford to buy more <laughs> entertainment, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he spends $100 at home to watch this movie, <laughs> and then he, he doesn't like it because it's not what he thought it's it was when he saw it in the drive yeah. He's like, this is what? That's not, a, that's not what the magic the dragon looks like. <laughs> It's, my driving experience was yeah. way better than this. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, uh, renting Bill and Ted's Face the Music at home was absolutely... Did you cry? I heard the the ending is a kind of a tearjerker moment. I didn't. Okay. But I get it. Okay. I absolutely... There is a post-credit sequence that is kind of the, the theme of the movie... Uh, is very much, uh, you know. Is it Alex Winter cashing his check? Like, oh my God, this yeah, guy can yeah. eat. I can't believe I got him to, to make this movie and I got paid. <laughs> yeah, to come back. Now uh, I'm going to see if they'll do Freaks again. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keanu's such a good guy. He's probably been paying Alex Winter's rent for yeah, years. Yeah, I would not yeah. be surprised. <laughs> I, I just had a, I shared a social a thing on Facebook yesterday. There's just this litany of stories about Keanu Reeves and how, what a good dude he yeah. is. Yeah. And, and today, as we record this podcast, I believe this is his birthday. It is. Happy really? birthday, Keanu Reeves. Oh. I'm not a huge diehard Keanu Reeves guy, but happy birthday. Yeah, I absolutely am. Absolutely. It's, it, for, with me, it goes uh, Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage are right up, right up there. Right well, there. now we know who to get him uh, Tied for on first. his birthday cake. That's wow. right. Keanu wow. Reeves and Nicolas Cage. I want to get Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage in a wrestling match. <laughs> That's what we're going to put on your birthday cake. Somebody draw that for me. <laughs> nice. Nice. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, Both it's, shirtless. It's, uh, it, it, feels, uh, it feels like it... it it should be in the Bill and Ted canon. It feels very much uh, there, there's a, I don't want to spoil too much of it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. But there's a sequence in there where their daughters get to go on an excellent adventure, much like they did in the very first movie. That's very fascinating. Some of the historical figures they have in the movie, the actors and actresses that they got to play the historical figures are spot on. Nice. And is uh, uh, who's the is Keanu Bill or is he Ted? I forget. He is Ted. OK, he's Ted. Yep. So he's got the military dad, right? So yes. is Bill's hot mom in this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's and still looking a, good. Uh, she's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. And there, there's a actually you find out right at the beginning of the movie. There's a very fun plot twist uh, about Bill's mom. Oh, cool. Okay. But uh, there, there's uh, there's a couple of plot points I wish they would have uh, expanded on a little bit. Like if you've seen the trailer, you know that part of the story is that they have to write the song. Like the future people come to them and it's like, hey, it's time to write the song that's going to unite and save the world, and they're like. Uh, I thought we did that already. I mm. thought I, we we have to run, and they, they're they, like, "What? We already won the Battle of the Bands, man! <laughs> right? Dwarf Stallions are already a hit." And they've spent the last you know twenty something years just continuing to make music, thinking that you know eventually we'll we'll have hit the the song will exist, uh, and they haven't. So they get kind of you know freaked out about what are we going to do. So the the idea comes about this like, well, what if we go to the future where we've already written the song? And just take it from ourselves instead of having to do the hard work of writing mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. And then that leads into uh, a bunch of different future versions. Like a butterfly effect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. And I kind of wish that one of the plot points would have been that by going into the future, t- instead of doing the hard work, by going into the future to steal the song, it turns them into jerks. 
because it would have explained why every time they go two years, five years, ten years in the future that they're worse and worse people. Ah, yeah. It's also really strange after years and years of seeing Keanu Reeves in all these action movies to see him as Ted again. Like a non, I think he, Keanu came out too and said that they're not stoners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so a non-stoner. They're just, whoa, they're just stoner, not dude. bright. Yeah, they're just <laughs> just yeah. simple. Yeah, couple they're just of simple so dudes, simple. Couple bro, of, that want to write the music that saves the universe. Yeah, and I, I, th- I think I, I don't know if that's on me or if that's Keanu having a hard time getting back into being that character. But I think it's more more the fact that I look at him and I see Neo and I see John Wick. Sure. And and I'm dude, like, I see the guy who saved the bus on speed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had heard as well before the movie came out there that they really wanted to try and CGI George Carlin into it. I was it. wondering if they tried to do something like that. There, yeah, there, they, is a, there is a George Carlin cameo. There oh, is a wow. cameo? Okay, there well, is. It's well, they very wanted charming. to have like a real interactive... Like, they wanted Rufus in the movie. Rufus! But, but yes. the, yeah. the story I'd heard was that it was going to be too expensive and just wasn't going to look realistic enough. Sure. Which to me... I'm glad that they if it wasn't if it was going to look bad, I'm glad they pulled the plug on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. rather than forcing it. Although I will say I thought Rogue One recreated Tarkin like awesome. Yes. He looked yeah. amazing. I still feel like he should have just looked at the window the whole time because the minute he turned around, I'm like, that's not a person. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. True. It looked good. That but is you a could video game character. That's not a person. If, he yeah. had just been, if I had just been looking at a reflection of his face and he was like, I'm not even going to turn around and talk to you. Yeah. Like that. A, that would have been totally Tarkin like and and B I wouldn't have it would have tracked yeah, yeah. It probably would have looked better because I'm saying it looked amazing right now because it's recent technology but maybe look back in 10 15 years oh yeah you're like, sure. oh yeah. my god yeah I'll tell you what though then when they do the circuits of time with the phone booth and everything like that's never looked better really it looks really cool like we got a, we got a special effects budget yeah excellent <laughs> absolutely and it did really well as far as the video on demand stuff goes it's did like it? How much? How much money did it make? Do you have any stats? Um, okay. Well, I know that New Mutants uh, actually had. A well, great... how much did it cost? Was this wasn't thirty dollars? Was it? This was like a twenty dollar, uh... like a twenty million, or, or it was twenty, twenty bucks. Like the, so, to watch Bill and Ted would cost you a crisp twenty dollar bill. Yep. Okay. See, to me, that's what I would spend to watch. Absolutely. A movie. So. Yeah, I was. I was absolutely down with paying twenty bucks to. I'm watch not even it. a Bill and Ted guy, and I would consider it if my fiance was okay. In fact, m- most of the uh, streaming services had a deal where you could just buy outright buy the movie along with the first two for thirty five. Oh, really? Yeah, just have oh, wow. digital copies of all three of them that you could watch at because for twenty bucks I could watch it one time within the next month. Oh, so they give you 30 days to watch it. Yeah, they give you 30 days to watch it. You only it. get one time to go through it? When you play it once, you've got 24 hours to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I can watch it play. four or five times in one day. Okay. But I, was gonna like, say, I can't watch it now. Yeah, what I, I would do is I would hit play, and then right before it gets to the very, very end of the credits, go right back to the beginning. <laughs> Just watch it over and over again. I'd be like, don't yeah. let the movie end. Yeah. you got to stop it before they get to the end. No, I think, I think that's how all digital rentals work. You rent it, you got 30 days to watch it, and then it goes away. Yeah. Okay. Or as soon as you hit play, You've got 24 hours to enjoy it, and then it disappears. Yeah, gotcha. it's like so, the, saw, the saw puzzle. The yeah. saw riddle starts now. Yeah, exactly. So, New Mutants made uh, seven million at the theaters this week. Okay, uh, which is the number one movie when it comes to going to the drive-in. Because I keep saying at theaters, there weren't a lot of theaters open. Whereas Bill and Ted only made one million at the theaters, but it also has made like is the top of the rental charts on Amazon, on iTunes. On Google, like on three or four different platforms, nice. so they're they're raking it in at home, and I think that really speaks to in 2020. I'd much rather 
just press a button at home and watch yeah. it than you know have to go out and again risk I don't want to clam bake and everybody's parts in the car <laughs> trying to watch the mom of the minivan the hatchback open note really? to self never go to a drive-in with james yeah you don't want to be stuck in the car with me i'm getting taco bell on the way i was gonna say a whole lot of cheesy gordita crunches yeah, sneaking yeah. food so it's gonna it's gonna be a stinky experience right i did read a thing too that they uh they had to cut one of the historical figures that they wanted uh their daughters to to put together the band with was going to be elvis and they had to cut that particular Why? segment they could. They couldn't get Elvis. Couldn't no. get the rights to Elvis. Couldn't get uh, Jack White. That would have been fantastic. because you know, he played Elvis in that one movie, didn't he? Was it uh, Dewey Cox? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I have I have a list on my phone of this is a sidebar of about three movies that I look for on DVD whenever I go to like Disc Replay or someplace that has used DVDs, and that's yeah. one of them. Is it I really? Never found a DVD of it. I don't, does a DVD just, of it exist? I'm sure it does. Because I feel like that movie came to theaters, and the next thing I know. It was on Netflix. Yeah. And that it came out in theaters before Netflix was even a thing, I believe. Yeah. I quote the the scene with, um, I, I can't remember the, the one comedian's name, but when Dewey opens the door, he's like, what are you doing in here? Cocaine, Dewey. It's Tometos. a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want none of this. You don't want to do this. It makes all do your it. bad feelings good yeah. feelings. I love when he was describing <laughs> marijuana. Yeah. I was like, wow. Don't teach dare. Yeah, exactly. That was my movie-going experience this week. I re- recommend both of those movies. I do not recommend going to a drive-in to see it, unfortunately. Uh, but we got some video game stuff to get to. I got some Death Watch stuff. I hope you're ready, Elbeck. Death Watch. Ah, what, what did you, who'd you kill? There's a, I didn't kill nobody. You're the Death Watch guy. You're the, you, you, didn't, you didn't know? You All right, I'll fill him in. Oh, I, okay. I'll fill him in. We'll we got to explain to him the bits of the, of the show that we do on a regular right. basis here. Right, exactly. You forgot. Senility touched him earlier. <laughs> We'll be back with more Touched Nerd Radio. Senility. This just in. Flash. Attention, Mr. and Mrs. America on all ships at sea. Nerd Radio is taking the country by storm. This is Nerd Radio. I've got that in my uh, in my folder of production as Captain America theme. <laughs> Oh, gotcha. Because <laughs> it just sounds like some 1940s uh, thing. I love it. That one's my favorite. It, uh, not surprising. Yeah. Not at all. It's very old-timey. Yep. My name's Chuck Bean, uh, joined, as always, by Mr. Al Beck and James for some more Nerd Radio here, wherever you get in your podcasts. It's part of the B-Pod Studios Network. And we are back on uh, on Rift 2 on Wednesday nights at uh, 10 p.m. So if you've got yourself an HD radio, tune in at 101.1 FM HD 2. This week, uh, I just talked about all the movies that I saw. We've also got some video game news to get to. I know that I told you guys a couple weeks ago, James, you got to try out the Avengers trailer. We talked yeah. about it. I got to try it out, and uh, I was like, I like it, but I don't think I need it on uh, launch day. Yeah, you don't know that the, it's worth your money on launch day. Well, 24 hours uh, ago, that all changed. Uh-oh. Oh, what happened? That absolutely changed. So uh, the, the Avengers game comes out this Friday. And uh, as we talked about, they're going to be adding characters to it. And you don't have to spend extra money for the characters, which is super awesome. Yeah. They released a trailer for the first character that they're releasing, and it's Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Oh, there, well, there you get Chuck's money. Yep. Yep. I was like, wait, I can be Kate Bishop in the next, like, week or two? I love the Matt Fraction, Kate Bishop, Clint Barton Hawkeye. I have to be. And to make matters even sweeter, uh, the voice actress doing Kate Bishop is Ashley Birch who has done a bunch of great stuff, including a web series about 10 years ago that I absolutely love called Hey Ash, What You Playing? with uh, her brother Anthony, who went on to write the Borderlands games. Oh, wow. Two and uh, the pre-sequel and stuff. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm absolutely... I'm leaving here. I'm leaving the studio this afternoon and going to GameStop and pre-ordering. 
Are you? Yeah, you might as well pre-order if you're not going to pick it up. Get might some well. kind of a bonus from it. Yeah, that's what get I the Hulk some fancy new skins to wear. Yeah, some new skins, and and the, I think if you go to GameStop, if they still have them, they got little little like silver buttons of each of the Avengers. Uh, oh, fancy emblems. So like, I want that if I can get that. Yeah, so I'm still yeah. waiting for mine to come in the mail. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Any, any day now. Yeah, but I'm I'm sometime uh, soon. I'm excited about that. I'm also. Uh, well, I'm excited to talk to you guys about this. Not really excited about it, but um, did you guys hear about what's going on with the PS5? No. The PlayStation 5. So uh, you could put pre-orders in for the PlayStation 5 if you were like a PlayStation. Correct. I got an email for it. Yes. Yeah, you got an email for it. But the, even if you put a pre-order in as part of the, the your PlayStation Network or something like that, it's not guaranteed. Like they're not. It's still limited supply. You don't know when it's coming out. You don't know how much it's going to cost. But if you want to pre-order one, you can reserve a spot. That's not guaranteed. So really, they just sent an email. Yeah, you get in like a digital place in line. Yeah, to to hopefully get a, a PlayStation. 5. I think this is Sony trying to test the waters to say, okay, what does the demand look like? Do we need to ramp up production? Do we? So we just sit tight because we'll have enough to compete against the Xbox or whatever. Right, right. Kind of because like that is. Yeah, because the Xbox, we put found, out feelers. I think a couple of weeks ago they said that the Xbox has actually been pushed back to the end of the year, if not the beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. We've all got really? PS4s. How big of a hurry are you guys in to get a 5? Not a big hurry. This much of a hurry. Zero. Yeah. 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 Is that like an eventual thing or maybe maybe not even that? It's uh, Do I decide I need it? Um, you know, because... There's nothing really that jumps out at me that I'll, I need to have immediately. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really anything that I've seen coming down the pipeline in video games that I'm super, 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 super excited about mm-hmm. is Star Wars VR. Getting to fly those ships in Star Wars right. with the VR. Other than that? Hey, no. I'm not in a big hurry myself. I'll get it eventually. Right. You know, it's just one of those things where I don't even play that many games these days, but... I've always had a PlayStation, so I always got to give it at least a year to work out bugs and things sure. like that. But And uh, one of the other reasons that to not be in a hurry for the PlayStation 5 is there was a support page over on Ubisoft's website that revealed that backwards compatibility will be available for supported PlayStation 4 titles, but won't be possible for PlayStation 3, 2, or PlayStation 1 games. Which I thought that's the complete opposite of what they said when they launched all everything. All the news with the PS5 was right. it's going to be backwards compatible all the way down to the PlayStation 1. Yeah, any we're going to gonna play yeah. every version of the you PlayStation. You can play it all on the PS5. And I think what they're kind of backtracking on is the fact that they plan on putting digital versions of all the PS1, PS2, PS3 games on there. But you can't pop a PlayStation 3 disc in and it'll play. Ah. If you've got the original... You know, PlayStation 2. So my Cool Borders PS1 game that's been sitting on my shelf for years, I won't be able to pop in and get some sweet air, do some 720s down that slope. Doesn't sound like it. Mm, Bummer. Uh, Since then, Ubisoft has had to release that, which makes people think that it's probably even more accurate that uh, the Sony people reached out and were like, hey, you want to uh, not let people know what's going on here? Not the greatest news for the PlayStation 5, but as you can see, this room here, we're not in a big hurry. Miles no. Morales, the Miles Morales game is the first thing on the PS5 that I'll probably get. Yeah. I don't know. That, that does bum me out because I was excited about the backwards compatibility because I still have all of those old PS2 mm-hmm. and 3 games sure. or whatever. Uh, and I, I, there's a few that I would go back and play, but it's like, I don't know. It's just money reaching for money i guess yeah like you're not gonna make enough money off of new games and you know the fact that people will still buy some of those digital versions like maybe oh sure you know like especially I, like when the i had the ps vita 
uh, for example, and they would put PlayStation 1 games on there, but they would be like 5 or 10 bucks. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm sitting on a, a copy of Final Fantasy VIII for the PlayStation 1, but for 5 bucks, I can have it on the Vita and take it wherever I go. How right. cool is that? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally doing well, they've that. They've got me to buy multiple versions of Final Fantasy. I just recently bought them all for my phone. <laughs> what? So I've got them on my phone now. So now you have another device to ignore the game on. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Perfect. 100%. Absolutely. I've been playing Final Fantasy lately. Which one? The first one, the very first one. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's probably I. I but I've got I, I found it on a, like a like a collection, and it was one through six. Really, and that six follow up, whatever the hell that was, too. Oh yeah, there yeah. was or yeah, there was a there was a, a sequel to four, I think it was that like it was called the After Maybe. Years or something. Yeah, I thought it was six, but either way, that After Years right sequel that had all of them which is funny because you're going to end up playing you got little like six or seven final fantasy you're going to play two of them yes yes maybe <laughs> really? yeah maybe maybe three of and them. and they've got the other uh some of the other ones available too uh like seven this is the funny thing is seven and nine there's no eight <laughs> I don't have eight. Isn't really? eight like... That's my favorite. Oh, it's your favorite. Out of yeah, the, and you know the, what, the though? PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 1 series. That's the one that I like. And the funny thing is, this, this so typical Chuck. Where Chuck, It is, really. Chuck likes going off the beaten path. What's the, the thing everyone hates? That's my favorite. Yes, because that is the one, like, <laughs> classically, the waste of time of the Final Fantasy, like, yeah. widely agreed on. Yep. Absolutely, but that's I, I, over the weekend. I was uh, I was just uh, given a listen to the new Metallica uh, box set S and M two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, over like a streaming service, and I was upset that they didn't do a uh, a symphonic version of I Disappear, which is the B side <laughs> off of the uh, Mission Impossible yeah. two soundtrack. That like oh. we play it on on the riff a bunch, yeah. and I think it's a fun song. But like no Metallica fan gives a crap. No, they play I Disappear. They want to hear Master Puppets. They want to hear Sandman. Yeah, it would just, it gave James Hetfield a chance to drive one of his classic cars in a music video. I'll be honest, that's one of the few Metallica songs I like. It's I, hey hey That's outside of my <laughs> preferred Metallica zone. Yeah, absolutely no. You're you're an old school metalhead. Uh, I am, and and the brand new stuff. I actually really like. Uh, Hardwired is a great album. Hardwired is so good. Death Magnetic is pretty good, but Hardwired yeah. is really good. Hardwired to self destruct. Yeah, right. It's so like the first five songs in Hardwired are all songs that we played before it came out. I love all of them. Yeah, yeah. I tried to go back and uh, like re-listen to Load and Reload. You know, and I was just like, you know what? Maybe I was just like teenage angst and angry and yeah. blah, blah, blah. maybe like in my older mellower years i can find an appreciation for these albums that i put in load nope <laughs> still trash still the most appropriately named album of all time a load well be thankful that uh speaking of loads that none of us in here are madden fans because apparently madden 21 is a absolute car wreck we Oof. complained about wwe 2k 20 yeah it was a uh, last year disaster how bad that game was which uh leads me to something we'll talk about in a couple minutes the new wwe game oh yeah i got curious to talk to you about that, that. Yeah. yeah but angry madden 21 users were all over social media this week with the hashtag uh nfl drop ea they're so upset about this game and uh one of the things that uh i i saw even not being a football guy, not being super into Madden, I'm like, I want to see why Why is this bad? Why is this bad? Apparently, mm-hmm. it's super glitchy. There's a whole bunch of problems with it. But one of the things that somebody on Twitter had pointed out is that if you stop a play and then you can move the camera around so you can see the players and everybody else and then point the camera into the stands and zoom in on like the, the little ticker that goes across in the okay. stands, it says Madden 19 on it. 
They didn't. So somebody for did. two years they haven't bothered to change the little ticker at the top that has the Madden logo. That's funny. And it's still the Madden 19 logo up that there. That is really funny. And I guess that's been a huge, huge problem, even with last year's game, mm. is that uh, as much as we'll complain about with the wrestling games, how it's like you're just adding seven or eight people to the roster and giving me the same game. That is exactly what Madden people have well, been doing. Well, that's what through. Madden's been doing since the dawn of time, I feel. Every game is exactly the same until you get like a next generation console. That right, seems yeah. a little different. Any game that has a yearly release like that, it feels like like that's what you're yeah. that's what you're paying for, they right? They update the rosters, they get the jersey colors correct, you know, if there's a right. new mascot or right. you know. I don't I'm, you know what? I'm like glad the Washington you, team instead of the Redskins. Right. I'm glad you did this story though cuz I was kicking around the idea of picking up Madden cuz it's been exactly wow. what I, Who I you, are you right now? <laughs> you got Final Fantasy on your phone, you're thinking about picking up Madden? Yeah, well, wow. The, the funny thing is, I used to get Madden every year. Right. I do like football, and I do enjoy that game, but the reason I stopped buying it is the exact problem you just mentioned, that it, I'm really dumping 60 bucks in this a year yeah, for the right. same thing. Every just, year. Just so I have an updated roster. Yeah. And I don't like playing online, which has been covered yeah. at nauseam on this did show. The, did the ambulances still come in when somebody gets injured and run all the players over? Because that was my favorite part of the game. I so. I somebody gets injured, and all of a sudden so. the ambulance comes rolling in yeah. and, like, Rips right through a whole team. Ambulance comes in and injures seven yeah. more players. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem very right. But like all the the changes they would make, I was never <laughs> crazy about. And so my thing was like, you know what? I'm done buying this. And the thing I always wanted was to play full 15 minute quarters on sure. Madden. But there was no like, all right, well, I can save my progress in the middle of the game and come back to it later because I don't have time to play a full hour of game time at once. And now that I have a PS4 where you can put it to sleep. I stopped buying the Madden games, so I can't, you know. Mm. Do they the gave thing you I've, what you wanted. And, and then, then I stopped playing them, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking to myself, like, it's been a long time since I bought a Madden game. Right. I could justify spending the money. but then Maybe wait till me. 2022. <laughs> well, I was going to say, from the sounds of it, you can, and Madden's one of those franchises that has a game every year, and then the game that you bought last year goes down to like 10 or 20 bucks. From the sounds of it, you can go buy a game from two years ago and be just as pleased yeah. as you would be if you spent right. the 60 on the new one. Right. I'm sure you, you can create characters. So if there's any player that you you know you want to play as, just put him in the game. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. uh, every time I create a player is named Alan Beck, and he's friggin' awesome. <laughs> That's what I do with the wrestling games. He's, and he's always he's always my actual. He's the five, star quarterback. He's always my actual height of five eight, and yeah. he runs over seven foot monsters. <laughs> he's got the power and the speed, <laughs> and he's just plowing through people like a bulldozer. Yeah, and I make him my a, actual weight too. She's so a little round. Do, <laughs> Round short, little fat, but a powerful. <laughs> can That's right. You, can you have a nickname in there? Like, you know, certain so Paul players will have, or, you know, like Come wrestlers will have? Crusher or something. Yeah, because yeah, it would be funny to call yourself Alan Bulldozer Beck. Yeah. yeah. Running right through. Yep. Because yeah. I, I, when I make my wrestler, I'm always Mr. Bean. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> it's also a nod to yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My catchphrase is my catchphrase on on the mic is you can't be mean to Mr. Bean. <laughs> there love you go. It. I love a exactly cheesy rhyme. I love it. <laughs> uh, but talking about Madden 2021 being a disaster and people being upset about this game, I wanted to pose the question to you guys in your in your history of growing up with video games. Have you ever had a video game that was so bad that you either returned it or or like it completely killed? Like I don't. Like you played it for an hour or two, and you were like, "I'm done, I'm done." Because I, I've had, I have, a, I've had a few that I that it was so bad that I either just chucked it up on the shelf and never touched it again, 
I'm trying to remember the one that made me very cautious about games because I remember I bought it and put it in and I was like, this is such garbage. Yeah. I, 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 I'm scared to buy any new games now. And okay. I can't remember which, which one it was, but I had a bad experience with the Resident Evil, like the first Resident Evil that went online. Okay. Because all you could do is play online. And guess what oh. I didn't have set up yet? And you, you weren't. It was online playing. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have a modem that could do that. Right. So I was like, I just spent $60 on this. I had to sell it on eBay and take like a $10 loss. See, there was, uh, for the original Xbox, there was, they did a couple of WWE games. And one of them was called WrestleMania 21. And I got it, and I brought it home, and I played it for an hour, and I took it right back to GameStop and told them it was broken, even though it was perfectly fine. It was that bad. Because it was that <laughs> awful. So my problem is I, don't, I, I shy away from buying new games right away because the experience you're describing where you play it for an hour or two and shelve it and never come back to it yeah. is how I usually play really good games. <laughs> <laughs> right? Wow, I've been waiting forever for Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, that was a fun I hour. Had, I know. I had, to, I had to start RDR 2 again a second time because I had that exact thing. I played it for an hour. I was like, holy crap, it's amazing! And then I took like two months off yeah. and came back. I don't know what the hell's going on here, so I had to start it over again. Say, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I had to go through that. Yeah, uh, you had to start it over? I haven't started it over again yet, but I need to because I picked <laughs> it back up again, and I was like, I don't remember what I'm doing. I, I am played lost. the old version already. Say, you're too busy playing Final Fantasy One on your phone. <laughs> Still playing the original. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, we had... Jay Moore threw out Fallout on the uh, chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I stopped playing Fallout because it was bad. I was just overwhelmed. Like, as soon as I got out of the out of the vault and it was and there was no direction about where I was supposed to go, I, would, I played yeah, for another it, hour and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I, I'd rather play something where I know what I'm doing. It took me about five attempts to actually get into Fallout 3 for that very same reason. Yeah. Get out of the vault, I made it to Megaton, and then I was like... What do I do now? Mm-hmm. I defuse this nuke here in the middle of this town. I didn't even get to that part. Oh, I, I, I just guessed. Somehow I, think, I guessed into it. Like, uh, and I remember talking to Jefferson about this years ago on an earlier episode of Nerd Radio. So if you guys want to go into the archives and listen to all our old Nerd Radios and figure out which episode it is, and let me know on Twitter. I'll appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember Dude, like, Chuck's dirty work. the city of Megaton is to the left, mm-hmm. and I got out and went to the right. Ah. And just wandered around for an hour, never found Megaton, uh, loaded myself up with bottle caps, couldn't run anymore, and then got, you know, killed by giant insects. And I was like, I don't I don't get this game. I get it. Yeah, it took, it took me a long else. time. I had, I had to buy a strategy <laughs> guide to tell me, because so I made it to Megaton, and then there's like a giant supermarket. And the, so the next building you encounter is a giant abandoned supermarket full of uh, raiders. So I'm like, oh, I got to go in here and kill all these raiders. I'm assuming it's like everything that they put in front of you. You have to go through and do right, and then I realized, oh, I could have just went right past that. I got it. Okay, <laughs> let's see what else we got here. Never Winter Nights Two from Recycled. I'm proud of myself. I was able to figure out what his oh yeah <laughs> Twitch uh, thing was. Yeah, all right, I get that. All right, and uh, Valiant Summer had one too. Where did it go? I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about I think Brotherhood of Steel. Yes, Brotherhood of, of Steel. There's well, the other that's one. That's one of the Fallout games. You know, it's it's always disappointing when you spend, especially when you spend the full sixty dollars on a game and then you don't like it. It's yeah. even it's even worse when you get motion sickness. You spend the sixty dollars on the game, you're like, I can't play this. This yeah. game literally makes me sick. I can't. Yeah, and it's luck- not even because it's bad. Yeah, I had that problem with that uh, Ace Combat game for the VR. Yeah. Now it didn't cost me sixty bucks. I don't think it was an older game, so I bought it. You know, later and it was only like twenty dollars. Right. But I put it in the VR and I was like, it's gonna be awesome. It's like living in Top Gun. Yeah. And then I I. I don't get motion sickness, and I got sick playing 
Ace Combat, which yep. made me go, that's awesome. I need to go get some Dramamine. Uh, <laughs> diarrhea is not caused by motion sickness. So. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of VR and uh, and games that you play in VR, especially flying ships, last weekend was a kind of a E3 kind of event called Gamescom. Yeah, where they showed a whole bunch of trailers, a bunch of different game companies that aren't you know. Nintendo. It's like typically like the, the third largest gaming like expo. Yeah. that usually happens in a year, but because of COVID and stuff, some of the other big ones did not take place. But. One of the things they showed off is the Star Wars Squadrons. There was like a single player preview where they got to show you what the VR looks like, which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome, actually, because it's not just the flying parts. There's parts where you're, you know, getting your mission from characters and you can do those parts in VR and kind of look around and, you know, get right up on Lando Calrissian and look That's him up cool. and down. I'm like, hey, ooh, Lando's packing heat down there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that big old lightsaber there to pleasure that robot we saw in uh, the Solo movie, guys. I do wonder. First place James goes. Yeah. I do wonder how they're going to handle crashing in Star Wars Squadrons because there you can fly ships in Battlefront mm-hmm. and I crash those ships nonstop. Well, you're probably going to see yourself crash and then all of a sudden everything just goes black. But like, are they going to like Battlefront? Are they going to let you back in the in the game? Are they going to respawn you or are you going to have to start the level over and over again? So you're going to like mm. the first two hours of it is going to be figuring out how to fly an X-Wing without crashing the damn thing into stuff. It would be crazy if they were like super detailed, like you go through the windshield of the X-Wing. Yeah, you're like, your arm comes off. Yeah. <laughs> give you give you PTSD from yeah. crashing yes. an X-Wing. <laughs> that makes me want to play it more, to be honest. <laughs> Watch this, I'm gonna crash. I'm gonna crash it yeah. right into that Star Destroyer, and then you're gonna see me go through the windshield into the window of the Star Destroyer, and my body hit face to face right with right. that guy, yeah. that general that's in the Star Destroyer. What happens if I crash my ship into another ship? Do I fly out of my windshield into their windshield? And right. then I can like choke on I can choke <laughs> the other guy. I'm, I'm gonna choke on something. I'm, yeah. I meant choke the opponent. You yeah. get to you get to for those watching on the Twitch stream, it looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get ejected out into space, and there's a little device that comes down and just smother you. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a sympathy smother. Yeah. But that's not the only place Star Wars is showing up in gaming. Uh, they're making a Star Wars themed expansion for Sims 4. This might get me back into The Sims. How cool is this? Yeah. And I'm going to pick up intergalactic babes and have them come back to my place and hop in the hot tub with me. Yeah. It's called Journey to Batu, and you can, uh, you can flirt with stormtroopers on Batu, and it's the theme park from Galaxy's Edge, the, uh, the place they've got in Disneyland. It's cool. For I'm Star the- Wars. I kind of want to check it out. And they're doing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. It's not coming out until next year, but it's going to have all nine movies Oof. worth of levels. Wow. In, which is crazy to me because, like, I remember when they started making these Lego Star Wars games and they would just do one movie mm-hmm. and make a whole huge game out of it. And then they would combine the three movies into one thing. And now you're making a, a giant nine. gestalt of yeah. nine movies worth a of Lego trilogy, Star Wars. A trilogy, trilogies worth of Lego video games. Right. So I, that seems like way more Lego Star Wars than anyone has asked for. It's also kind of funny to think that are they going to charge the same like $60 that they charge for a game every time one of these games comes out? I was like, I spent $60 for three movies worth of Lego Star yeah. Wars, and now I'm spending $60. Why did I buy all the uh, whatever? Yeah, I'm getting a better deal. I'm getting more game for my money if I buy the, the trilogy, uh, uh, trilogies. Yeah. Did you also see they've got uh, season two of Fall Guys is yes, on the way? Yes, medieval times themed yeah. uh, obstacles and That's costumes. cool. Yeah. I was telling was James fun. before we started today, I played Fall Guys, I think, Friday night before I went to bed. I got second place. Out of sixty people, wow! Like I could see, I could see in the last level, I could see the the player ticker going down, and it was down to like 
me and one other person. I could tell it was two, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, it's only me and one other guy. And then I lost. And, like, and then he blew it. Second place. Some bitch. You get too excited. They also announced a couple of things. A new World of Warcraft expansion. That's what I was going to say. I can't. I think I was talking to my sister and maybe uh, Robbie and, and Callie from Checkpoint about this. I can't imagine in 2020 paying a subscription fee for a game mm, for like yeah. an MMO like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 or something. I want to mm. try it out. And that's a monthly fee? A monthly subscription fee. But how much I, different is that than buying a battle pass? Really? Yeah, you but know, I the battle even, pass is a little bit longer. I don't even buy battle passes. Gotcha. Not when I can play it for free. Gotcha. <laughs> Have you, did you see the, the thing they're doing in uh, Fortnite right now too? They the got, Marvel? They got thing? Marvel yeah. characters in Fortnite. Yeah. I downloaded over the weekend, played one game, remembered why I didn't like Fortnite and deleted it. Oh, man, it's still the same. That's a bummer. It's I, I kind of want to check it out to see what it's like playing with some of the Marvel characters and seeing some of the Marvel elements that they've uh, added to it. I know they have like a, a Black Panther little uh, mm-hmm. monument. Yeah, there's supposed to be like there's a Sentinel from X-Men that's supposed to be somewhere. Yeah, there's like a Sentinel graveyard. Yep. Um, I think you can play as Thor. And I think you can get like a Groot ability, a Doctor Doom ability, and some other uh, things. And uh, I believe they put out a comic, which is uh, for the like the, in Fortnite. Or no, they put out a comic. A like Marvel comic. put out a comic that's like want to continue the story. Check out Check Fortnite, out Fortnite. which is now making the Fortnite stuff canon. Which I think some people are upset about, some people aren't. Huh. We talked about it a little bit on Checkpoint XP. So yeah, hmm. that's the only reason why I know about that. We got somebody in the chat who's been playing, paying for World of Warcraft for fourteen years. Yeah, it's a Lackner Ruby. I don't know. I like. I played World of Warcraft. Yeah, I spent a couple years playing World of Warcraft. I I think it's a fantastic game. I've never played it. I cannot. Is it imagine. still fun for him? Is my question for him? Is is it still fun? I mean, fourteen years later. If you're still there, fourteen years later, you're probably doing a lot of raids. You're probably maxed out your levels, and you're just waiting for the new expansion. He says it is. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I, I can't imagine and let me let me clarify this. I can't imagine paying thirty to sixty dollars for a game and then on top of that paying a subscription fee. That's different than mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna download Fall Guys and then buy the battle pass or yep. you know, something like that. Oh, twenty bucks for a game that I could play for free but I'm really enjoying? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you I that I've done. But to buy a game and then on top of that being like, Do you wanna play the game? Well you gotta subscribe. Yeah. Like hmm. I can't no. So you're like so for one year I gotta pay you sixty bucks for the game. Right, dollars a month. So I'm looking at two hundred dollars just to play your game for a year. Right, but I I get that too. Electra Ruby just said in the chat, "There's dumber things he spent fifteen dollars on." <laughs> yeah, like my OnlyFans page. Thank you, Electra Ruby. <laughs> we appreciate your donations. Uh, absolutely, my erotic content. Yeah, so erotic. All right, well, we're gonna take a short break and come back with our Death Watch. Albeck is prepped and ready to let you know who died in uh, the world of nerds and uh, some comic book news. As well. Death and Comics. Death and Comics. Death and Comics. Great. Wonderful. Coming back. To my left, the monarch of mass, the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman. And over to my right, the hummus bread heartthrob, the quad of war, Idris Abraham. And together, we are known as Halal Beefcake. And you're listening to Nerd Radio. Those guys were a lot of fun. Oh, I love them. Every now and again, that picture that we took with them will pop up on my social media. It always makes me very, very happy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, when we eventually get back to a normal one, yeah, when we, we got to have, have them back in the studio again. We can have again. guests in the studio again, and it'll be really fun to talk to those guys yeah, again. Yeah, I mean, the gen- genetic jackpot. He's a big X-Men fan. He's a big yeah. comic guy. So yeah. It would be great if we were able to talk to him about the New Mutants movie and stuff. Like, when Yeah, he, I'd when be he gets interested to see what, he's, uh, yeah. what, what his thoughts on the New Mutants movie are. 
I can see. I, I took Amy to see it, and you know, above and beyond the driving experience being crazy, she's like, even listening to it, I have no idea who these characters are. I really don't know what happened. I'm looking forward to when you have it on the TV at home, and I can see what's going on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, over the over the weekend, we found out uh, T'Challa, the Black Panther, also mm-hmm. known as Chadwick Boseman, passed away. I was on the air Friday when this hit. Mm. I was like, I, I saw somebody. I, I think it might have been Killer Hall. Uh, sent me this story over uh, Facebook, and I'm like, uh, and I quickly checked it, and then it started hitting all the the news feeds. I was like, oh no, this is and 43. So when you see a name like that too, you immediately think, oh, hoax, right? That it's was a yeah. hoax. That's why I immediately, yeah. okay, let me do a Google search. Let me find at least two or three other sources actually yeah. reporting this. What ass cancer? No way, he's too young. Oh, yeah, real. Oh, yeah. lordy, yeah. I and and I'm. 43. Now I'm frightened. Oh, no. You better go get that butt looked at. I guess I, I better. better. Go to the doctor. Spread those cheeks. Uh, maybe I'll put that on my OnlyFans. There you can go. You, yeah. Can, can you guys diagnose me? Yeah. Whether or not. Uh, Here's the butt cam. Oh, no. You want to control the butt cam, you got to pay the, the $10 a minute fee. Subscribe to that, Twitch. <laughs> but, yeah, very, very sad news. Of yeah. course, like I said, we all knew him as uh, the Black Panther in about Four movies, and he was diagnosed, I think they said, like, four years ago. Yeah, he was making so, all those movies sick. Yeah, he was doing all, all these, you know, the he was the Black Panther pretty much while he knew, especially the, the last two Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Like he, he knew the clock was ticking while he was doing this. So to for, for him to have given us the entertainment that he did while he was in the state he was in, we can't be more grateful mm-hmm. for something like that. Yeah, and uh, this he, was a great job, too. Absolutely. He also played Jackie Robinson and James Brown in two different movies and did mm-hmm. fantastic jobs in those movies. And he does have a movie coming to Netflix uh, in a couple of months that uh, he's going to be in as well. Probably be his final movie, which makes me think of Raul Julia's final movie. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> yes, I'm Bison. <laughs> Oof. Went out on that one, huh, Raul? <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's, uh, once again, people hate that movie. And I'm like, no, it's a fun movie. Mm, it's one of those ones, huh? Yeah, it's a fun movie. I mean, even Jean-Claude Van Damme couldn't say that one. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, do you know this voice? Previously on X-Men. Does that, does that mean anything to you? That voice? Yeah. No. It's the voice of Cyclops from X-Men, the animated series. Oh. Norm Spencer passed away as well. He was also, this is the thing I find fascinating looking up his IMDb. He continued to voice Cyclops through all the Capcom games. So, like, I've got the X-Men versus Street Fighter game up here. Like, this is him. He kind of has that, like, classic arcade, like, announcer voice. Yeah. It's actually really cool that when Capcom put the X-Men in their uh, fighting games that mm-hmm. they got him, they got the voice actress from, of Rogue from the uh, the animated series, and I think even Wolverine really? might have been the same guy. It might have been a different guy, but he was absolutely doing the Wolverine you heard in the animated okay. series. Okay, that's cool. But wow. yeah, Mr. Uh, Norm Spencer passing away. Definitely Too bad. We should reach out to see if he could do some uh, nerd radio stuff. His voice being like, this is his nerd radio would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is Cyclops. Yeah. You're listening to Nerd Radio. Yeah. Previously on Nerd Radio. Yeah. That's that the, would have been awesome. That's the thing I know him most for because that's how every X-Men the Animated Series episode starts. Previously on X-Men. And it just became just something you, you waited to hear as a kid. Now, does the actual first episode of the Animated Series start like with Jubilee and all that? It does. Okay. Because yeah, I was always... Jubilee I always and felt the Sentinels. Like, yeah. I was like, I think they, uh, they got stuff out of order here. There should be... 
Some other things happening. Yeah, well, they were when that series came out is when Jim Lee was doing X Men. Okay. Um, and Jubilee was on that, so they wanted to make sure the team looked like the team you would go to the comic store and buy. Mm-hmm. So that's why, Which like, makes sense. Rogue and Gambit are on the team, and Beast and stuff like that. Because you know, if it was the original five X Men, nobody. You'd, you'd, oh, I know who Cyclops is, and maybe Jean Grey, but yeah. uh, Iceman, not one of the more popular yeah. ones. Beast, or yeah. Angel. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'm so confused as the oh, there's an. There's a, a red team and a blue team or right. whatever, different colored squads. And I'm like, wait a second, Beast and Cyclops or some of the OGs? Like, I'm looking at the trading cards and the comics. I, yep. There's somebody named Dazzler. I'm like, oh, that must be Jubilee. No, it's different. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 80s Jubilee. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, very sad news about uh, that. But a couple of stories, so I don't send you guys off on a down note that I wanted to hit on that I've got here. Uh, I saw See, right- now that's how you do a death watch, not like me where I go, before we go. Before we go, this guy died. Let's bring it down. Right. Uh, so Ronnie James Dio has an album called Holy Diver. Yeah. I have no idea what Holy a Holy Diver, Diver is. I don't know if you guys do. I've never actually looked into it. But a new graphic novel is coming out next summer uh, put together by the guy who did 30 Days of Night, which eventually became a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's about... Holy Diver, the album Holy Diver, and uh, it's going to essentially give us the the fiction of what happens in the moments before the priest is thrown in the ocean on the uh, on the cover of Holy Diver. Interesting. So yeah, it's authorized by Ronnie James Dio's estate. It's going to be a hundred and twenty page graphic novel, and uh, it's coming out but from Z Two Comics next summer from Stephen Niles and Scott Hampton. I have to check that out. Maybe you'll learn what a holy diver is. I know. Every time I every time I hear it, I was like, Rainbow in the Dark? I can picture that. All right, yeah. cool. It's nighttime and there's a rainbow. Rainbow in the Dark. Perfect. Holy Diver? What the F is this? <laughs> <laughs> holy Diver. You've been gone so long. I don't know the lyrics. You got, you got, your voice got to be a little bit higher for that. Yeah, I'm not. That's not going to happen <laughs> until uh, you got to. Never mind. <laughs> Also, something that I wanted to bring up. Did any of you guys ever play Metal Gear Solid 5? It was no. the most recent one. No, no. Okay, so there was an online component to Metal Gear Solid 5 where you could uh, develop your own army base. You could uh, get soldiers. You could kidnap them and then make them part of your army. Um, and you could go to other people's army bases and you could you could develop nukes to, uh, you know, you couldn't use the nukes, but that was kind of a, showed how strong your base was. You know, almost like a Cold War kind of thing. Like, I've got 40 nukes and you've got 42 nukes and we're not going to use them, but just so we know... I've got two more than you. Mm-hmm. I can blow up two more places than, than you can. Well, uh, one of the things that they put in Metal Gear Solid Five in the online is that you could go into other people's bases and disable their nukes. And there was a particular uh, sequence that no one would be able to see until all the nukes were deactivated in the multiplayer, which sounds like, you know, it's, it's the kind of... Uh, it's the kind of, once again, it's the Cold War mentality of, like, nukes are bad, mm-hmm. so let's just deactivate all of them, but no one's going to do that because the minute one country deactivates their nukes, they're vulnerable yeah. to somebody invading and saying, like, we'll just, we'll just drop a nuke on you. It actually happened. Really? In the PlayStation 3 version a That's couple of weeks ago. kind of impressive because if it was me, I'm not going to go in and, dis- you know, my, nu- my nukes will not be disabled. Right. People, to, you know, you'd go and you'd play online, defend your own base, yeah. as well as try and... And get an alert. Assault, yeah, assault Somebody's other people's base. deactivate my nukes. It no, you're not. actually happened, uh, let's see, August 27th at 9.36. It's a, the, a screen popped up saying, this world has been rid of every last nuclear weapon. And then you got to see the nuclear disarmament. I think there was even an achievement attached to it. Really? Yeah, that nobody online would get this achievement until all the nukes were disabled. So it forced all the players to agree to do it or 
for enough players to stop playing that somebody so the last still five playing. players that are still playing the game they started a right. group on facebook like hey let's go disable all let's, of our nukes yeah let's let's just, let's just go and disable everyone's nukes and get that friggin' achievement out of the way yeah, like when i would play yeah. uh james would have been the guy that yeah. was in the facebook yeah. group like yeah let's all deactivate, Mark, let's deactivate wait to be the last one and yeah. fire <laughs> yep. <I'm> like, <laughs> Your ass is mine now. I, I got you. I fooled you. The achievement belongs to me. I'm so upset that that's not how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> James nukes the world. Well, because yeah. I would always, like, gaming buddies, be like, okay, let's meet in this location on the map. We're in the same map. Okay, kill me with a grenade. Okay, no, I'm gonna. We'll meet in the same spot. I'm gonna kill you with. Oh a grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the grenade achievement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I did that. Uh, the one Call of Duty game that uh, I played a bunch online with my sister. Yeah, I think it was um, Black Ops. It was the first time you could go online with split screen. Okay, and she would help me just get all the achievements because then the next time we booted up, she'd have all of my stuff. Yeah. So little things like we go play capture the flag. And I'd get the flag, and she'd watch my back and stuff like that. But that's yeah, cool. Like, mm-hmm. That's how you can tell the difference between playing games with me and playing games with James. James would troll you. Yeah, absolutely. I would be like, no, I'll, I'll let you do it, and then you let James me do it. James would nuke yeah. us. Yeah, Chuck would be like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he, he gets, and he likes us. Like, I got to nuke these guys. They don't even play this game, but yeah. I created accounts <laughs> under their names, and I'm going to nuke them. Uh, so, th- this reminds me. We'll 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 end on this. Meltdown was telling me a story yesterday. Uh, about one of the times he got to go backstage and 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 meet Guns and Roses, and uh, one of the tour managers was like, "Hey, do you want to see him? You know, play Paradise City from the side of the stage?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." So he takes him and his program director, or whatever, over to the side of the stage so they can watch Paradise City. And like right when the song starts, if you've heard live Guns and Roses, you know they've got pyro that fires at different points in the in the in the thing, and the pyro fires right next to them. It scares the hell out of them. <laughs> And then the guy was like, no, you got to watch that guy over there with the board because he's firing the pyro. So you could see when he's about to flip a switch. So, you know, it's coming. He told me that story. I was like, what if the tour manager just does that every show? Because he knows the show. He knows when pyro fires. He knows what songs are in the set. What if he just finds people to screw with in every town? I was like, you want to go see? What if he didn't like Meltdown? Ah! It was was on purpose. (laughs) Well, the the only other funny response would be when he's like, hey, you want to go? You want to watch Guns N' Roses do Paradise City? From the side of the stage. Right. And Meltdown's like, yeah, I really do. And he's like, bet you do, bitch. <laughs> oh, Thanks for coming so to the show. Ah, uh, James nukes the world. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for, with that in mind, go ahead on WRF.com. I'll give him a plug because I got content from him. Go ahead and give him a, give him a listen to his podcast over his Talking Rock podcast. It's, uh, also part, part of the B-Pod Studios. Absolutely. Also, this weekend, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we've got the new Avengers game to look forward to. Tony Hawk Tony Pro Hawk, Skater comes yeah. out. So um, this, this is the weekend where me and Amy are going to be fighting over the PlayStation. Because we have, we do have they have any kind of uh, full versions of both games? Online co-op with Tony Hawk. I think so. I don't know about co-op, but I know you can play online. You can okay. play against other players. Because I think I, ha- I'm, I'm getting it. Yeah, we'll so absolutely we'll, play uh, some Tony Hawk. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun times. I'll, I'll let I'll let Amy play because I'll play like two games and I'll be like, okay. I can. That's that's about uh, how many games I can put in. My, my tummy don't feel Hawk. so good. And I know Al's interested. In, this is the week that uh, Boys Season 2 drops. Oh, nice. On Amazon wow. Prime. There's so much going on right now. There's a lot going mm. on. It's funny because 2020 has been one of those years where it feels like nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting to the fall where things typically, albums released, you know, TV shows come out. I just saw this morning that they said The Mandalorian will be October 30th. Yep. So, you know, we're now we're hitting the weekends where it's like, man, there's a bunch of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And, it's, uh, and it's Labor Day, so a lot of people have an extra day off to yeah. do it. Yeah. 
Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in on Twitch, and thank you for downloading the podcast. Make sure you rate and review us wherever you find us. And, of course, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're even on YouTube. You can uh, watch previous shows over there at Nerd Radio 101. And, of course, find us online at nerdradio101.com. Thanks, guys. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. See you later, nerds. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. Hey, Mr. Shatner, how are you today? Good morning, Al. How are you? I'm doing great. It's Al Beck here with the Dave and Chuck the Freak Show and the Nerd Radio Podcast, having the uh, the opportunity to talk to Captain Kirk himself, uh, William Shatner, and uh, great to have you on with us today. And I do, of course, obviously, you're best known for your role in Star Trek. I had to mention Captain Kirk off the top here, but you're here to promote a new album today. Yes, uh, uh, I've got an album. Uh, I love the word. I love to use the word because I, I never do other than when an, uh, I have an album coming out. The album drops. Don't you love that? I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> the, uh, the album comes out October 2nd. Yeah. Uh, and it's called The Blues. And it's got 13 of the great, uh, some of the great blues songs. And I've got 13 of some of the greatest blues uh, players. They, uh, there, there's an extraordinary uh, list of, uh, of people who are accompanying me. It's, 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 it's such a compliment that, that people like Richie Blackmore and Brad Paisley and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, of that ilk are on the uh, album with me. And um, I'm just trying to get the list up. Oh, sure, yeah. And, I mean, you mentioned Richie Blackmore, who's, uh, you know, known from Deep Purple. Brad Paisley, who's a country artist. Sonny Landreth. Yeah. Ronnie Earl, Tyler Brown, Pat Travers, Travers, Jeff Skunk Baxter. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. And the honor that I have that these great musicians have have, uh, decided to uh, lend me their talents, the, the, the album is so musical. And I attempt, I'm a white guy from Canada, Montreal, <laughs> what do I know about the blues? Yeah. Uh, and especially blues like come out of, uh, out of Detroit. And, mm-hmm. um, so I studied and I, and I, I, I talked to uh, many of the, or s- several of the great blues players and, and evolved uh, these 13 songs, these 13 uh, standard uh, blues songs. Uh, help got help choosing them, mm. and then as as we just noted, got these great musicians too. Yeah, I was actually uh, going to ask you about the the selection process because you do have a wide range. There's it's a lot of classic blues. There's a couple of songs from Robert Johnson on here. You've got some BB King. You got Muddy Waters that you cover, uh, and uh, you mentioned you had to study a little bit. How did you uh, pick out some of these songs? Well, I had help from uh, musicians. Uh, I had help from people who. Uh, who were knowledgeable, and in in the books that I read, of course, you know the great players, Muddy Roberts and Muddy Rivers and mm-hmm. uh, Roberts Johnson, uh, jo- the, their names stick out. So I thought, well, let's try that. I mean, the, the legend of Crossroads is is there. It's so dramatic. Guy doesn't play the guitar well. Uh, goes out late one night, goes to the crossroads, sells his soul to the devil, comes back the next day, and he's a he's a virtuoso guitarist and writes the crossroads. It's a wonderful legend, yeah. and uh, and in fact, it was the first choice to do a a, uh, a music video, uh, but then uh, we settled on uh, I, got, I put a spell on you, 
uh, and it's a, there's an animated uh, video coming out at the same time uh, as the album on October 2nd. It'll be on YouTube, and it's very funny and, and really just uh, delightful. But it was a matter of choosing the songs, uh, seeing if the lyric fitted what I do, and trying to find a way of finding my, my blues voice, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the blues voice? The, the, the people who sing it are such variety. You know, there's the falsetto, there's the screaming, there's the, the, the intimate uh, voice. What is the voice? Of, what is my voice of the blues? Mm-hmm. And I had to find that. Uh, it turns out it's varied. Uh, and so the, the numbers come out differently. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it was quite a challenge. And I loved doing it, and I believe, because I'm getting great notices on the, on the album, I believe your audience will, will uh, your, li- your read- reading, listening audience, will, um, will enjoy it. I think so as well. I got a chance to listen to a lot of the albums so far, and it definitely, uh, like you said, has a range. But there's also that Shatner feel to it because you're a great orator, you know, and and uh, I always wondered where you got this idea because this obviously is not your first album. You iconically did uh, Rocket Man from Elton John and all that stuff, but it's almost like the spoken word uh, cover songs and. What I love so much about it is it's not all that different than, say, reciting poetry or Shakespeare, but you're doing music lyrics and you are doing it over the songs. Where did that idea originally come from? Well, that's interesting you should say all that because um, I, was, uh, I was a Shakespearean actor for three years uh, in Canada, uh, part of the Shakespeare Company, and I had a feel for that kind of poetry. And when I was asked to do the first album, that's I went in that direction. I had a concept. It was called The Transformed Man. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't very successful for a number of reasons. And then it sort of dropped away and until uh, Ben Folds uh, found that album and uh, called me and said he wanted to work with me. And I, I was on a couple of his albums, which started the whole uh, process again. And I begun... I, I, I'm in awe of the singing voice, which I haven't got, but I've got something else. And I've tried to combine the reading of the words with the melody line. Mm-hmm. And the more I do, the better I get at it. And the blues is a, the culmination of all this experience. And I think the blues is, uh, is a terrific album uh, done that way. You will hear the blues in a way that you probably haven't heard it before, but it is non-traditional and yet traditional because I have that reverence uh, for the blues that uh, these great musicians talk about. Well, that is delightful, and uh, it's always you always deliver. I know a couple of years ago you did a uh, Christmas album. I did want to mention as well, I've been enjoying Unexplained on History, uh, which is the uh, current Isn't show you've been something? doing. It's wonderful. I'm glad you think so because I do too. Uh, the Unexplained on History Channel at, uh, in the evening, 9 o'clock, I think, usually, um, uh, is, uh, uh, appeals to your sense of uh, how did that happen. Uh, it's not about ghosts. It's about uh, people who can, uh, who can uh, foretell the future, people mm. who, who specify something that was going to happen, and it happens. How did they know? 
What yeah. does that say about uh, our existence, having uh, clairvoyance? Yeah. What is clairvoyance? How, wh- how does it exist? What does it mean? Yeah. And it's that those kind of mysteries uh, that abound uh, in our existence. Uh, the big mysteries of uh, is there God and religion and all that. Those are the big ones. The small ones uh, the, in our everyday existence. Why does a crystal? How, how does a crystal vibrate? A piece of crystal vibrate here, and a thousand miles away, a piece of crystal from the same crystal vibrates as well faster than the speed of light. How, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. What does that say about about what we don't know? Yeah, we yeah. don't know anything, and these mysteries are all around us, and the unexplained tries to dramatize some of those mysteries. Yeah. It is a great show. Uh, you do a great work on it. I could just sit and listen to, you know, Captain Kirk tell me stories, which you do on that all day. So uh, great on that. Um, and I know we've, we're very short on time that you've got to get going. So I did want to say uh, that around the radio station and to listeners, I am known as a big Star Trek fan. It was my goal to not sit and talk your ear about Star Trek uh, off today. Uh, but I did want to say I, it was a great honor to sit and talk to you. And uh, thank you for all the hours of entertainment you have provided. And I want to tell people the blues from William Shatner it will be available October 2nd and unexplained on history. It is a great show. It's a good mix of myth and unexplained uh, tangible truth. So, William Shatner, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for saying.